Connecticut Democrats, or Connecticrats, as they have never been called. Welcome back to our series of Municipal Spotlight Podcasts on Connecticrats, the CT Dems podcast. I'm your host for this episode, Dave Kostek. For the most part, this series is going to focus on candidates for first selectmen and mayor in towns all over Connecticut. But today, we're taking a little break from those to talk to a board of ed slate running in the town of New Canaan. We're joined by Fatou Niang, Penny Ration, Jen Laddick, and Janet Fonts here on the podcast today. They're running on a slate on row A in New Canaan, along with Erica Schwedel and Karen Willett. They're all running for Board of Education in an absolutely essential race that people will be watching all across the state. All politics is local, and local politics are what we're all about this year with less than one month to go to November 2nd elections. Have you gotten your absentee ballot yet? Because you can totally do that. In the meantime, tune in and listen to the Board of Ed candidates here on Connecticut's the CT Dems podcast. Around the country, we're seeing a phenomenon where far-right Republicans are trying to seize control of school boards. Is it happening in Connecticut? It's happening in a couple of places, and one of them is New Canaan. Town of New Canaan is running a full slate of Democrats this year in an effort to try to push back against that. And we're they're joined right now by four of the six candidates who will be running on row A. Uh, let's go around real quick, and I'll start with uh, the incumbent, Penny, um, whom I know, full disclosure. And uh, introduce yourselves real quick. Well, hi, I'm Penny Ration. Um, I've lived in New Canaan since uh, 1995, and I've been on the school board for 14 years. I absolutely love the work that the Board of Education does in New Canaan. It is uh, looking out for the interests of the kids and trying to deliver a world-class educational system to them. It changes every year. Uh, Some of the important issues that we're working on in the Board of Ed that we're in the process uh, at flushing out that hasn't been finished yet, and it's one of the things I really am excited about uh, completing, are uh, putting those new school start times in, the new healthier school start times, and also flushing out our uh, DEI, diversity, equity, and inclusion um, initiative. That's one that we put into the Board of Ed goals last year, did not get as much accomplished on as we wanted to because of COVID, but we're going to be working on it this year. So I think those are two important things going on, as well as technology initiatives. We're starting an innovation center that will help, I think, uh, take some of the technological revolutions and, and evolutions that we've had during COVID and make them permanent and make them improve the education for all the students in New Canaan. Hi, my name is Jen Laddick, and I have been in New Canaan for 14 years and have two sons in the high school. We've had an amazing experience in our school system. I don't think anyone would ever say that we don't have a really great school district, and that's something that I've um, really appreciated all the years that I'm here. I've been very involved in volunteering at um, at all three different school levels. And I feel very strongly about supporting what we have and defending what we have. When this summer at our Republican caucus, the uh, three incumbents who had done such an amazing job on our board of education and keeping us in school during COVID um, were ousted by four newcomers with very little experience and very partisan language that was what prompted me to step forward and say, I have a background in education. I care very much about our schools. And I think it's really important that we, um, that we continue the work as it has been going. 
and not allow this partisan rancor to end up at all of our Board of Ed meetings. Hi, I'm Janet Fonts. I've lived in New Canaan for over 20 years. I have two children. Uh, one is in college and one is in high school. Um, I've been actively involved in the schools. I was a PTC president of West School um, back in 2015 and 2016. I've been involved with everything from classroom coordinator um, to um, it, it, at the middle school, doing all the fifth and sixth grade activities. I, you know, being involved is important as and being an involved community volunteer is important to understanding the community. And one of the reasons why I'm running is because um, I have a child who now is how I see is uniquely qualified uh, to go out in the world. And we have to make sure that these kids have all the skills they need to be prepared, not only academically, but you know, socially and emotionally, and to go out in the world and, and feel like they're, they're ready with all the skills they need to be good citizens of the world. And you know, from what happened over the summer, it is, it is concerning because you, we have a far right group who's trying to take over our school system. And we wanna make sure that, that, we, that our core values are not being overturned by a group who's interested in not believing in, in science um, and not believing in some of the skills that we think are important to make our kids successful. My name is Fatou Niang, and uh, I've been in New Canaan 17 years with my husband, Navi, and my two boys, Ethan and Lucas, went through the school system and uh, both graduated from New Canaan High School at this point. My uh, youngest is at Duke, and my uh, oldest is a professional football player. Uh, when we moved to New Canaan, right away, we felt very welcome in this community to the point that I jumped in right away uh, and got completely engaged with the community at, uh, from the New Canaan um, newcomers, the Red Cross, CERT, Young Women's League. And now today I am a board member of both the Y and the New Canaan Library. Um, I also created a, a non-for-profit uh, called Stand Together Against Racism in New Canaan. Uh, and the whole goal is to mainly educate, uh, uh, give an educational opportunity to our community on racial literacy and um, try to improve that. Um, to the same point as most of my uh, slate mates, as I like to call them, uh, we are, uh, I was really um, concerned after watching and reading the result of the, the caucus, the Republican caucus this past summer. And that fired me up and to even though, to get engaged in my community even more so, because it was important to represent all voices, but also mainly to make sure that we were doing what was right for our district and what was right for our kids. From the outside, um, for people listening to this, uh, from outside New Canaan, there's certainly a broad perception that there's not a lot wrong with the schools in New Canaan from an academic and uh, college preparatory and life preparatory standpoint, right? And there was some comedy between the Republicans and Democrats. For those listening who aren't familiar with the politics of it, uh, New Canaan is an overwhelmingly Republican town. You think of Connecticut as sort of uniformly Democratic and blue. It is not. 
And of all towns, I think still the highest proportion of Republican enrollment is, is in New Canaan. If it's not true anymore, it certainly is close. And there, Penny, you've worked with Republicans on the, uh, on the, on the Board of Education for years. Um, talk a little bit about how that happens. Like when you guys, after the election's over and everybody's seated, what goes on in the Board of Ed meetings in terms of is there any partisanship or is it truly a nonpartisan, bipartisan situation in the past? So typically on the uh, New Canaan Board of Education, there are always six Republicans and three Democrats. So since I've been on for 14 years, I've worked with an awful lot of Republicans. And um, it does sometimes get political who is elected chair of the Board of Ed, though there have been um, several, uh, at least two Democratic chairs while I've been there and several uh, vice chairs. I was vice chair of the Board of Ed one year. And so once we get past that, it is completely nonpartisan and Democratic and Republican national uh, talking points don't come into it. I mean, it, it's sort of boring, educational, geeky work to a certain extent. We're looking at test results. We're looking at college admissions. We're getting uh, reviews of suggested uh, curriculums. We're looking at what's happening in other districts, um, how we can improve our foreign language. We had, I think I must have had four different presentations on our um, teacher evaluation process when we were putting a new one into place. And those are all important things for you to dig into. So what what it's been in New Canaan, I think why we've been such a successful uh, town, besides having the support of all the parents and, and the town bodies, is that we really like education and we like to understand how children learn best and, and to analyze the test results. So, And that's not Republican or Democratic or anything. That's just looking at what's best for our kids. Well, I, I just was going to add to what Penny was saying, or more to what you were saying, um, that we are a very Republican town, and and most of our bodies have a majority of Republican members. Um, but for instance, Trump did not win here in the last presidential election. There are many dem Democrats and Republicans, and I think that we hover around a more central position. And it's very different to say it's a Republican town, so we are so far right that we are going to be questioning how everything is done and trying to insert a specific kind of value into our child's education. I think that more often it's people who can really agree on how to have an excellent performing school system. And we're not needing to start every board of education meeting with an us versus them argument about the larger cultural issues happening. It's mostly people who agree very much on how we want our kids to have a top-notch education and what do we need to do to continue that. And I completely agree with Jen because I think it's what matters uh, for the Board of Ed, it's how can we serve our kids? How can we make sure they come out of New Kingdom school system as better citizens, as better students? And the goal is always to get them to be well-rounded kids when they leave New Canaan and not just excellent in math, but then don't be able to interact with the, the community at large that they're going to be uh, entering in. One of the reasons why the district is so excellent is, be is because they're forward thinking. And it's not just about what they need now, but what they need in the future. So, you know, for example, all this, the STEM initiatives in, you know, it's also the social emotional learning, what you need to go out in the world and understand people of different perspectives and different cultures. So that's what makes New Canaan 
special. That's the special sauce. And it's also the collaboration between the parents and the, and the students and the teachers and the administration. And we have a very cooperative and collegial relationship. And that makes things work. It just works because of that. And you know what we're concerned about is that the Republicans are, well, the new Republicans are are trying to change that atmosphere and make it a little bit more. Um, I don't know. They're they're trying to make that relationship a little bit more. I want. I don't, I'm not going to say hostile because that's not the word, but it's more challenging. Yeah, adversarial. Adversarial. That's mm -hmm. that's the word I'm looking for. You see why we work well as a slate. <laughs> <laughs> Um, some of the initiatives that you talked about, Penny, uh, in, your, in your initial remarks around uh, diversity, equity, inclusion, is that being mischaracterized in your race? Well, not by us. Um, <laughs> I think that, <laughs> I, I, you know, I think that the Republicans who won in uh, the July caucus were used that to their, were trying to use that in critical race theory, which I, I think it's, it's a, it came out of law school, so I'm a lawyer. It's, it's being misperceived. But the, the whole thought that the Republicans are trying to use is that this either critical race theory or DEI that we want to use it on the board of ed to make uh, children in New Canaan feel uncomfortable about being white and the privilege that they have by living in a town like New Canaan. And that is so far off base from what the board of ed wants in its um, diversity, equity, and inclusion initiative. Our concept really is that we want, and this is Fatou's word, we want every child in New Canaan to feel like they belong in New Canaan and to feel that they are a part of the school system. And, you know, I get shivers when I say that because I think that's what's essential. And I saw it with my two sons when they went through, when they found their people in the high school, all of a sudden they relaxed, they were open to learning, and they bloomed. And that's what we want for every single child. And what we also heard back from our graduates, because we try and talk to our graduates and we urge them to come back and tell us as a board, what are we doing right? What are we doing wrong? What did we miss? And so in the summer of 2020, they came back and they said, you know, New Canaan can't help it. It's not a diverse community. But you could, so we go out in the world and we're encountering things and we're encountering ideas that we don't understand and we're not comfortable with. And sometimes we make jokes that don't go over well. And it's all because we don't understand. So could you please, New Canaan, include in your curriculum something that shows us so that the students that are well prepared to go out in the world and deal with the multicultural reality that exists? And that's what we're trying to do in a nutshell. We're trying to make each give each child, as Janet said, the tools to succeed in whatever career they choose. And also, I think what they're trying to your point of mischaracterization, they're trying to equate any race conversation to critical race theory, because most people don't know what that is. Most people don't understand that is not something it's not an elementary or secondary um, uh, level education, to Penny's point, it's something that is geared toward law students. There's no way you can take, because they're always threatened by saying, part of uh, uh, critical race theory is going to be included in your curriculum. It's not even possible because the kids at that level, from elementary to high school, don't have the legal know-how to understand 
the beginning of that conversation, but they do have opportunities to relate to the, the peers that are not looking like them. And by not looking like them, it doesn't have to be about color. It can be about physical differences. It can be about, oh, my friend is blonde, blue eyes, and I'm brunette and dark eyes, or I'm a red hair. Oh, there are so many other ways to be diverse, and it is around us, even if, yes, color-wise, New Canaan is not as diverse as Norwalk is or Stanford is, but that's not an excuse not to give our kids the tools to be able to relate to people that are not like them. I have been so offended and upset by the stuff that has been put out by the town Republicans in New Canaan about CRT. And they've sent out in their newsletter to whoever receives that newsletter, all sorts of examples of curriculum that is quote unquote coming to New Canaan because Hartford is coming for our kids. And they, and they put out some really inappropriate curriculum, things that I was uncomfortable reading and made it sound as if we were pushing to bring this curriculum into our schools. And I just find that number one, disingenuine. And number two, it just makes me wonder why are they trying to scare parents about New Canaan's public schools? This is an amazing school system. By and large, we have fantastic experiences there. Our kids have been educated there for many years without us having to worry about inappropriate swear words and and strange sort of ideas about I don't I don't even know how to describe strange ideas about gender and race and things that that really make anybody uncomfortable because they're inappropriate and I am personally offended by that I feel like we have people in our administration and on our board of education and all across the schools that dedicate their lives to providing our kids with a fantastic education. So let's look at things that we can improve and things that are challenges that we're facing and not make up all of this bizarre, weird things just to scare people so that you can, I'm not sure, I don't understand what the end goal is, but that is you know, clearly what they're trying to do. And, and, and that's a big deal for me. I think that's not appropriate. Yeah, I agree, Jen. And I think one of the biggest misconceptions about DEI is, you know, the concept of, of equity and that somehow if you talk about equity, it's dumbing down the curriculum. I mean, you hear so much from the, the far right that if we talk about equality or in equal access to education, the same or giving everyone the same opportunities, it's somehow dumbing down um, New Canaan and that our standards are somehow going to you know, suddenly fall off, but that couldn't be further from the truth. Um, you know, New Canaan has always ex excelled at offering our students everything they need. And that includes like the, the very challenging AP courses and also, you know, and on the flip side, giving opportunities for those that, that need help. So it just, it is, I agree with you, it's insulting to think that somehow by talking about diversity, that it's dumbing things down. Because if anyone who understands New Canaan, it, it's all about excellence. So if you think that's gonna happen, you don't understand New Canaan, because we're all about community and we're all about excellence. So and, that it is a little bit insulting. And it is about, to your point, Janet, it is about excellence, and, but it's not only excellent for the kids that are in AP education. Yes. It's excellent for the kids that are special needs kids. It's excellent for any kids that belong to the New Canaan school system because the, the, the work of the administration always has, to, uh, has been to lift those kids up. 
no matter where they are, we meet them where they are and we raise that in them. We raise emotional intelligence, we raise um, uh, intellectual capacity. We make sure that every kid perform at their best. So to come in and pretend that all of a sudden all that is, doesn't exist, it's deny years of, of um, excellency that New Canaan school system has not only put forward on a local level, but on a state level and on a national level. If you guys, um, you know, carry the night and have a resounding victory, what initiatives uh, will you be undertaking? What are your sort of proactive goals for what you do want to see happen in New Canaan schools in the coming years as the stewards of the Board of Education? Well, I'll, since I'm on the board, I'll start. Um, I want to see the school start time initiative get implemented. That's going to have elementary start at 8 a.m., the high school start at 8.35, 7th and 8th at 8.40, and uh, 5th and 6th at 9.15. These are healthiest school start times. And I think that our students will all get um, better sleep and that will help reduce the stress level. One of the things that I've noticed while I've been on the board is we are getting more and more reports about how stressed students are uh, in, well, they're K through 12. And for the first time, I think about four years ago, it was reported that students were actually more stressed out than their parents. So we need, we have a social emotional curriculum, which we need to keep looking at and advance as we can. We need to get the healthier school start times and we need to work on the um, uh, DEI initiative. I think all those things will help benefit the culture at New Canaan public schools and improve it. And and they're really exciting things that will make meaningful changes in people's children's lives. For me, it will be um, not only the DEI initiative to see what form and shape that will take in New Canaan, because it's interesting to be in an environment where we have to look at things differently because we don't have the population that usually, you know, most town around us will have a DEI initiative based on the population profile. We don't have that um, color diversity, but, but we, as I said earlier, we have so much diversity in town. So it, it would be a DEI that is catered to New Canaan but it still is a, a diversity and, and equity and inclusion because, again, our special needs kids will need to have equity program in place so they don't feel separate from their peers. You have kids that have moved from different states that are coming to New Canaan. Lower Fairfield has an unwritten language. If you're not born and bred here, you need to learn the code of your communities. Again, that's part of the equity and the diversity that we, our town does offer. So there are so many aspects to that. And so I'm looking, I'm very excited about what it's going to look like and how we make sure all these kids feel like, hey, I'm, in, I'm a new Canaanite, 100%, even though I've just moved to town. That will be my, my main goal. And my second one will be to make sure that how awesome it will be for any kids leaving New Canaan to be in college and bumping into someone that is so far from what they've seen in their little bubble here, but still be comfortable to be, just be able to say, hey, how are you? And start a conversation, not out of a mind, mindset of fear, but out of a mindset of curiosity. And that for me, that's super important. The, the communication does need to be improved. Um, there's a lot of anger or 
I would say um, people are a little upset, especially with the start times, that they're not being heard. And there is some concern about curriculum that parents are don't have enough involvement or there's not enough feedback. So, you know, I would like to see more two-way communication. And I understand that the board meetings, but you know, you can't have efficient meetings but and have two-way. That's just not a possibility. But we can explore opportunities for town halls and maybe you know special sessions where there is more two-way communication. Um, and I think that communication is important to like beginning to see the other side, so to speak, because there's so much tension politically. If we just start to start, if we start listening to each other, then we will find a way to understand. And there won't be so much rancor if we just listen and come up with productive solutions instead of arguing with each other. And it's, I, I just think that's a, a big first step to, um, you know, moving the district forward and um, getting some consensus so that we can, we can stop arguing and stop, you know, and, and continue what we've been doing without all this, this rancor that's tearing up our, our town, because it is tearing up our town and we, we got it. We got to move on. I would second what everybody before me has said. And I think Penny especially laid out a couple of different of the actual challenges that our school system is facing. We need to focus on implementing these new school start times and <clears throat> implementing new DEI initiatives and looking at the communication of the board with the wider community. Um, and so I think the biggest part of that is really focusing on what are we actually doing, not what are we scared of or what craziness are people, you know, the noise that everybody is talking about what could happen, but really look at where is New Canaan right now and how do we best listen to the voices from around town and all of the stakeholders and make sure that the Board of Education is advocating for the community, as well as most importantly, the students and what's best for the students. And I think that that is where our slate really all agrees that a positive working relationship between the board and the community and between the board and the administration is gonna be essential to that. And we all know, especially with DEI, that people get scared and people have opinions and people worry about things. And so being really transparent and open and communicating about it is going to be key to that. And that's something that we are all committed to. Um, and so that's what I think is gonna be most important for the board going forward. The famous expression that all politics is local and perhaps that's N never more true than with boards of education. These are the people who are your neighbors. These are the people who uh, are on your little league team and, and all that stuff. And uh, that's who's been running the schools in New Canaan for quite a while to great effect. And here on row A, the Democrats have a slate of women who are ready to step into those shoes and continue the tradition of excellent education in New Canaan. I want to thank you all for joining us here today. And uh, do let people know um, how they can find you and how they can find out more about you. Dave, our website, which has tons of fabulous information uh, about us, is newcanaanboecandidates.com. I would urge anyone who wants more information to go there and uh, you will get links to letters of people supporting us to our positions on various different topics and all of our backgrounds in detail. Yeah. Our, our Facebook page is New Canaan BOE Candidates focused on excellence in education.
and please follow that follow those two pages and uh, give share your opinion with us let us know what is important to you and uh, we will try to answer back we'll uh, share those links in the show notes and thank you very much for joining us today thank you for having thank you dave thank you david thank you dave we appreciate the opportunity Local races matter so much, and it was fantastic to talk to those women from New Canaan running for the Board of Ed Slate again. Penny Ration, Janet Fonts, Jen Laddick, and Fatun Yang were our guests. They're joined on the ticket with Erica Schweidel and Karen Willett. That will be the people on row A. Wherever you live, the Democrats are on row A and can use your help with just, what, three, four weekends to go? we got to get out there and help get out that vote. Historically, and I'm sure it will be true this year, the turnout is nowhere near what it was last year or what it'll be next year in these mid-year or odd-numbered year races where municipal races are on the ballot. They are so critically important, as you just heard. Check out ctdems.org slash volunteer or find the local candidate near you and give them a hand. We'll be back shortly with another Municipal Spotlight series here on the podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Mm -hmm.